0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit
1: www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. say like and action. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is the uh, the good Reverend Jim, and now once again I'm back with uh, my crazy friend Ronnie. She's back this week. That's me. <laughs> Guess who's back? back <laughs> <again>. <laughs> <laughs> We're driving the RV down to the Dunes. I mean, to the Derby this weekend. Not the Derby, but the. Uh, the Northfield Downs. Uh huh. And they started playing that kid rock song. Uh, was it? I'm a pimp. You know, it says something about rocking the Fleetwood with my RV, my ghetto RV. It's a Fleetwood flare. <laughs> yeah. is. So, yeah, I'm a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. So anyways, uh, this is the, uh, uh, the good Reverend Jim. And like I said, we're doing our show mainly about trying to be a good person. And we do that by trying to uh, encourage good relationships. And uh, just to warn you, uh, I'm not that super religious, and uh, this show has a lot of swearing. I found out.
0: <laughs> it does. We, we get yes. a little bit. We
1: get a little bit loose with the mouth. And, and stuff.
0: oddly, it's not mostly from me. And one would think it would be more on this end. Oh no shit! For <laughs> DSC. <do you see? laughs>
1: it's, it's kind of funny how people sometimes get. Some, I, I think some people want treat like swearing as being like uh, ungodly,
0: which is a bunch of crap. For real?
1: Yeah, that's what I think, too. Like, it may not, get over it. it. It may not be, like, polite. It may not sound nice, but, you know, I don't, oh, I don't think it's, like, evil. Who are,
0: who are those people to judge me?
1: I'm, I'm you. Anybody. It's <laughs> about me. Oh. The, the,
0: any, who are the, the, the non-cussers to judge the cussers? Like, you know, yeah. just shove it up your ass. Yeah, How about me, that? To,
1: to me, it's like, uh, the, uh, so on the show, we, we, we get a little blunt and stuff like that. Uh, we call people bitches, which I think I got in trouble for this weekend, maybe. Uh, we call people crazy and we call people, you know, sometimes nerds, <laughs> but uh, uh, like I said, the, the, my main point is I'm, I don't think about too much and I almost want to say these bad words because I want people to get numb to and, and, and concentrate on listening to what the person is actually saying or the message they're trying to convey and not so much the words and how polite they are because like I said, I'm, I'm one of those people that people just always misunderstand me Probably because I say that shit all the time. <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> Uh, I actually saw somebody posted. Um, it was like an, an uplifting, like you know, to all my my girls who have my back. You know, I love you, bitches. And somebody like this guy jumped in and was like, "When are you women going to stop calling each other bitches?" You know, like it's so derogatory and all this, like blah blah blah. And all the girls like literally just ignored him because we're like, <laughs> "Dude, was he being please, serious? yeah, oh yeah, yeah, really, yeah." He's always got something negative to say though. So, but we all just kind of ignored him, and it just it made me laugh because. You can tell when somebody's like, you know, these are my bitches. It's like, okay, yeah, sure, great. But if you're like, man, that, that girl's such a bitch, yeah. totally different connotation. So, like, Let's get over it, it. it and start understanding what people mean.
1: Yes, we're gonna talk about that, anyways. After your joke, <gasps> you think of when Yes, I, the think best of when?
0: joke I did. Okay. Okay. And I've I've gone ahead and I've um, made it politically correct because you know it's supposed to start off with with a blonde, or you could say a Polak or you could say you know like. Any of the, the, you know, oh, a sorority girl wouldn't – all those typical like negative things. So I'm just going to make it about me because, you know. A a good reverend. Yeah, the the good reverend (laughs) did this. But no, because I'm fun but dumb. So it's – I'm going to put it into the first person. So um I missed last week because I had to go to the doctor play along. Oh, for what? Well, I thought that I had something really wrong with my body. Like every single thing hurt. I – told the doctor you know I touched my foot and I was like ow doctor my foot hurts so bad and then I touched my knee I was like oh my god oh my god it's my knee too my knee is killing me and then I touched my head I was like holy crap I think my head is just gonna fall right off my shoulder and the doctor looked at me and said you dumbass you broke your finger
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! I heard that one too, Ronnie. I know, but it's it's a... Oh, Oh, that's a great one, Ronnie. (laughs) I know, thank
0: you! I'm again bummed because I didn't have my laugh track prepared, (laughs) but
1: come on, that's a funny joke. You press me in the right spot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, tickle me, Jim. Oh, by the way, we we do these jokes so we can kill time while people are trying to find us because they sometimes miss the station. um,
0: And we were running a little bit late today, so... Yeah,
1: maybe a half hour late. But we're on now. So uh, the, the show, we talk about uh, relationships. Uh, one of the ways I talk about relationships is uh, with astrology. That's my way of understanding relationships. Uh, and uh, we're not going to talk about astrology too much on the show, but I always do like to recap it. Uh, with relationships, uh, one of the big things is start off with finding people that are good for you just to start off with. And astrology can help with that. So if you're going to be dating or making friends with people, try to focus on the people that are in the same astro- astrological element as you. Uh, so the people in the same element are perfectly compatible with each other. So if you're a fire sign like an Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius, you know, the three of you guys should get along pretty well. Uh, Earth signs, Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo, those are your buddies. Uh, Air signs, uh, Libra, Aquarius, Gemini, and water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Now we're getting more to the complex stuff that we're going to address a lot more in this show is that there's always differences. Those signs all have things in common, but there's differences that can sometimes cause problems. The good thing about the elements is uh, uh, the differences complement each other, but they're still different. So uh, each element has uh, a quality called the cardinal sign or the beginner. They tend to be the the crazy people like Ronnie, the fun and dumbs. Uh, There'd be the the, the Aries, the Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. We have the fixed signs, which I often call the middle signs or the bitches. And I think that got me in trouble this weekend maybe. Maybe. Not sure. Still under, under investigation. <laughs>
0: and, uh, <laughs> Just because you were so drunk you don't remember if that's what caused it
1: or not. I, I, didn't, I didn't say it was. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so the, the bitch signs are the Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And then we also have the mutable signs, which is the end. And those are what we call the geeks or the nerds or the, the, the socially awkward people that are, tend to be very analytical. And those are your Gemini's, Virgo's, Sagittarius, and Pisces. So if you're date if you're look to find someone to date, date someone or befriend, try to befriend someone in the same element as you. They you have something in common, but your differences come from each other. Your second best category be someone the same quality, like the beginners or the middles or the end. But there your differences kinda of like are more compad compatible, but it's still enough to work with. Um and we'll go into the show. Doesn't matter if you're perfectly compatible. He and Ronnie were perfectly compatible. And as we mentioned on a previous show, we fought and we fought and we broke up and we got back together. So <laughs> when
0: he says that, <laughs> he, he doesn't mean we broke up as in we were ever in a relationship other than friendship. Jim's very happily married and <laughs> has been since I met him. We're just very close friends. But we did take a very long
1: break from our friendship. Did I ever say that? my son Evan say that on the show last time or did he say it after the show?
0: It must have been after.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you talk like guys are dating or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, talk, you talk about your friends as if you're dating them. It's like, no, my, my friends are just, you know, it's kinda like dating in a sense. I think like a, a wife is someone just the super best friend. You know. and and you know, you're just you're just best friend. Sorry. What the hell? <laughs> so um but uh with even with the perfect compatibility there is 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 uh, challenges and uh so you have to work on your relationships. And we talked about this uh, dielectric behavioral therapy.
0: I have a question, actually. Before we move on to the DBT, um, what about people of the same element? Like, are they are they good to hang out with or yeah. okay?
1: We hang out. <laughs>
0: no, no. But I mean, like,
1: we're good now. <laughs> like,
0: you know, I'm a cancer, so what? Oh, another same sign. Same, another oh cancer. yeah, sorry. That's what I mean. Another cancer.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say no because my ex-wife was a Pisces, just like me. So, no. no so, no. it's
0: like too much geekiness in one house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I wonder because, um, you know, some of my friends are, my best friend actually in high school was a cancer as well. And uh, I mean, we got along really well. But I mean, relationship wise, um, yeah, I guess that uh, didn't work out so well with another cancer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't encourage it. I, I, it's not the, I, why put, is that? Because like too much sim- similarity
0: breeds contempt?
1: Yeah, I guess. Well, it's boring. That's what it is. I don't know. I feel like when I'm around another Pisces, I usually feel kind of awkward. It's like I'm, I'm with my shadow. Really? Like, yeah, it's like this, this is kind of weird. And if you're someone like you that's outgoing, I don't know. I think it's just – I think you do want some differences. I don't know. I haven't really studied that much, but I haven't – casually looking at it, it doesn't look like a good thing to me. I would not encourage it. So.
0: Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My little Yeah, notes so on the same element. Ronnie and I are water signs. Uh, she's a Cancer. I'm a Pisces. So if, if Ronnie's going to look for a f- perfect friend other than me, uh, it'd be a, a Scorpio. <laughs> Nobody could. And, can and, and I, would, I would think a Cancer just won't do it for you. Like I have Pisces friends and they just don't, you know, just the, the chemistry is not there. It's just not there. Yeah. To
0: me. So somebody's not like, like I. I'm always you'll come up with an idea. And I'm always like, "A oh, hell yeah, let's do it. You know? And so we kind of feed off each other that way, but maybe two Pisces would just kind of be like, you know, dirt It's
1: kind of boring, I think.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Okay.
1: Whatever. So so we have these, uh, uh, so like I said, there's, there's always conflicts that pop up and this is what we're going to focus on in this particular show. We talked about this, damn, I set a page up there too, dialectical behavioral, behavior therapy. By the way, everyone, I'm going on like like three hours of sleep. <laughs> so I'm really tired today. <laughs> that's just his excuse. He talks like that all the time. I do. But I just have like a... <laughs> um, so the dielectric behavior therapy is this thing that uh, is a treatment for like crazy people. Like but me. Like Ronnie. Ronnie <laughs> took this class when she was going crazy with some PTSD type issues.
0: Yes. Um, and PTSD is, is real. And anybody who says, oh, just get over it. You're an asshole. Knock it off. Yes. That's
1: a good point. So... So you when know, Ronnie and I were fighting, Ronnie was telling me about this this stuff, and then I I started after we broke up. I read up on it. I found out, this stuff is really good. I wish I would have read it when she told me to, so that we could have saved our friendship mm-hmm. at that time. But I read it since, and now we're all tiny kind of dandy, and we never fight at all now. That's a bunch <laughs> of crap.
0: I mean, so, you don't fight. You still <laughs> piss me off. I still tell you, you know, dude, you're totally pissing kay. me off, and you just handle it much better now.
1: Yeah. So there is a lot to this d b t stuff uh we mentioned that on this previous show uh i I gave you some uh a really quick notes on the previous show where it's like my summary if if you're in a fight with your 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 friend or your partner or whatever it is um your boss uh a cop <laughs>
0: <laughs> if anybody like starts taking notes, you'll figure out what Jim did this weekend. <laughs>
1: But – or if you're a <laughs> cop, deal with something like this. Anyways, if you're in some kind of like
0: uh Maybe learn to listen a little bit.
1: <laughs> if you're in some kind of like a – let's call it a highly emotional situation, mm-hmm. uh, there's some skills that you can do to like calm things down. So uh, I think last week or the week before I talked about my son, I was like, if I'm yelling about his, his grades, I was like, right, get, get down, grades. Evan would just say, oh, that's a little bit upset. So mm-hmm. there's some things that my son can do to you know make it so that I don't yell him so much or he can make it worse. Or he could just study so you don't have anything to yell about. That doesn't quite happen. Yeah. So, so. Sorry, Evan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Threw you straight under the bus on that line. <laughs> so my,
1: so the big things that I, I learned about this DBT, some of it is the is, uh, first thing is, is understand the person you're talking to. And that's where the astrology comes in at. Know that Ronnie's crazy. She's fun and dumb. You know, if I have some friends that are the bitches, you know, they're going to be a little bit more edgy. You know? uh, there's some people that are Pisces are going to be like me. It's going to be weird. So you know, first kind of understand first of all what the personality is kind of like, but then also understand why are they upset. And actually, some, and also uh, some people have mental issues. Uh, they might be have PTSD or some other kind of crazy type of thing. May have depression. Uh, maybe they're in some other emotional thing. Maybe they had a bad day at work where their boss just fired them. Yeah, you know? one of the big things is, is just trying to understand the other person's state of mind. Oops, and- my
0: bad. <laughs> <Don't-> <laughs> I meant to turn that down before.
1: Run up the phone again
0: I'm so popular <laughs> go ahead
1: but uh you know one of the big things when you're when you're in a conflict is trying to understand the other person and the d b t the full course you know they they kind of pound on that quite a bit uh the other thing is is when they're yelling at you or when they're upset uh try to validate them you know try to understand is is like there's it doesn't matter what they say is it's like uh what's a good example I'm fat. You know, if someone Mm -hmm. comes in and say, I'm I'm fat and stuff like that, uh, that doesn't sound like a fight type thing.
0: Well, I think something to understand about um, if somebody says I'm fat, they're in no way, shape or form, judging the way that anybody else looks. They're just feeling uncomfortable in their own skin. So saying, you know, I'm fat, be like, you know really you know why do you feel this way did you eat something that made you feel bloated or whatever like this because it's it's not them putting any kind of pressure on anybody else to either give them a compliment or to include themselves or feel worse about themselves based on their weight right it's just about themselves feeling you know ugh
1: yeah and, and there's like a- would
0: Jim and I just you know Plowed through an entire giant platter of fries before we came here, and not I'm her fat. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty like, oh my god, I'm not eating for the next three days. But if I was to say, you know, oh my god, I'm so fat, like obviously I'm not.
1: It's not it's, nec- it's not necessarily fishing for a compliment. It, yeah, it, it, it's, it's more just saying how she is, and you know, I'm people are allowed to do right that. Now. But there's a lot of times where this whole validation type thing is, is when you say, oh, you're not fat, know oh, you're not fat, or, especially if you get mad about it. What you're doing is you're invalidating the person, mm-hmm. which is, is one of the worst things you can do to anyone, period. Uh, uh, a good thing about – I talked about in the episode where a few weeks ago when I was drunk again. Uh, <laughs> I, I was a little bit uh, – I, I tend to get – when I drink a little bit, I tend to get a little bit more uh, – Mouthy.
0: What? I'm sorry. <laughs> more uh, opinionated, more um, – no. no. Yeah. No. no. Dude, how much have you had to drink today? Because you do. No. No. <laughs> um, no, you get more um, outspoken, I think.
1: Yeah, okay, okay a little bit. Uh, the biggest thing I get is I get more sensitive to other people. Yeah, I, I get very what's it called, uh, emo or no, it's not emo. Um, uh, empath, empath, girly empathy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, Empathetic. Empathetic, yeah.
1: sure. So like in my case with my radio, we're talking about we're doing an RV trip. I had a bunch of people in my RV, a party RV, and my radio went out. And to me, if I'm a little bit liquored up, I'm thinking, oh, my God, my guests are not having a good time. Mm-hmm. I need to get this radio going and going quickly. So I get into this little panic. So my emotions get all riled up because of this thing where some people can see I'm distressed and trying to calm me down. And one of the things they say is it's not a big deal.
0: But it is a big deal to you. So that's yes. where they say something wrong. Instead of coming up with a solution, like, you know what, dude, let's fix this tomorrow. Instead, let me just go ahead and grab my little, you know.
1: Yeah, play my phone or something. You know, yeah, exactly.
0: Yes. Like find a solution instead of just like trying to make it seem like somebody somebody's feelings aren't valid. It's yeah. Truly a bad
1: move. Yeah. And if, if, if you look at like a lot of fights, you know, that's that's kind of one of the big things in, 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 the, in the fights is I mean, that's kind of the hard issue because I think a lot of fights are – I think my best friend's dad once – my other best friend. I was
0: going to say. <laughs>
1: my childhood – I need a different name for him. Uh, but my childhood best friend, uh, he still is. Uh, his dad once said like, uh, uh, like a war it is nothing more than a breakdown in communications. And when you think about when you're in like a fight, it's a breakdown in communications. Has, what
0: we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> I don't know what movie that is or whatever it was, but that's my piss poor attempt at uh, – yeah.
1: Okay. So, so a lot of this stuff comes to like validate people. And I think a lot of times we're in fights. Everyone wants to get their opinion out, but they don't want to listen to other person and empathize with mm-hmm. them at all. And, and, uh, you know, I get, I get a little bit, I always get a little sensitive to it, but when I'm liquored up, I get even more sensitive to it mm-hmm. where I don't want to, um, like I said, I just want someone to understand me.
0: And empathizing with somebody does not mean that you're, you're saying, not agreeing. Yeah. You're not necessarily saying, oh, yeah, you know, you're totally right to feel that way. Because sometimes, like, people are just freaking insane about something. And you're just like, dude, seriously? Come on. But it's I, a matter I, of just- I see making, why you're upset. Now, yeah. get over it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, so my big thing is, uh, in these conflict up things, first thing is try to understand who the person is, where they're coming at, what their issues they're dealing with at hand. And sometimes people might be upset about something that's not related to what they're yelling at you about. Right. So it, it, you
0: know what else is a really stupid thing for people to say is other people have it worse. Yeah, well, bitch, other people have it better too. Does that mean that uh, <laughs> I should hate them? No, like j- that's the dumbest thing people have ever said. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you should be grateful. Yeah. Really, really. Yeah. How about how about uh, I'll be grateful when my foot's up your ass? But, but. sorry, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yeah.
1: So so moving on to like another step that you know this is kind of like my little. Exam. I'm doing my release, uh, my summary of this big huge. Eight month course because of course, of course yeah. like a, it's a year long course. I'm just doing like the the, the key things I think are really important. Well, it was important for me and Ronnie to stop fighting. Yeah, which, which and these work. These work really well. I mean, they're I,
0: very very helpful. Yeah, Ronnie. In, I, in every situation, no matter where you are, no matter who you're dealing with, it's always helpful to to remember these steps.
1: Yeah. So so the other one is is if, if, you know if if someone's on edge and they're they're very emotional and they're very sensitive or whatever uh, about whatever who cares what it is. Um, if someone lashes out, you know that is not the time to fight back. Mm-mm. You know, and sometimes people just want to vent. You know, take it. Listen. You know, even if it's like, like oh Ryan only goes like two hours usually, but you know, after two hours she shuts <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> the girl can only talk a so lot.
0: <laughs> and then finally I'm like, I don't think he's listening anymore. Let's talk about the weather.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then they'll wake up. <laughs> but but when someone starts you know, you know, if you're in an argument and stuff like that, you know, one thing is stay calm. You have to keep it calm down. And the problem is when someone's yelling at you, you get emotional also. Mm-hmm. So now we've got having two people emotional is not good ever. So, I mean, you, you got to stay calm and, and don't do these things that agitate someone that's sensitive.
0: I think I told you a long time ago, like a long, like 15 years ago, I was like, dude, there is only room for one crazy person in this friendship, and that's me. <laughs> so take it. Take it like a man because <laughs> I'm not done talking.
1: I try to. <laughs> I try to. And, and we talked about how like yeah, you know, the, the, the person – someone has to stay calm or someone has to get themselves into a, a, a calm thing. And, and even when you do talk, don't use words like "well," you, you, you. Don't mm-hmm. say "you" to people. Just say, "I don't like this." I don't like the way you're talking to me right now. Or I don't like, you know, this. You know, like use words like "I." I feel like uh, I feel like you're really upset with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel, but don't say, "You are being a bitch, Ronnie." You know?
0: Well, I feel like you're being a bitch. Well, you're being
1: one. No, you are. <laughs> yeah. It's like I feel like you're saying I'm a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so, I and mean, there's
0: obviously the the better way of saying it is like. I don't really feel like this conversation is is um, productive to making this better. So why don't we take a five-minute break?
1: Seriously, that long sentence?
0: It's better than <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's true. That's okay. True. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, let's do that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So like I said, so uh, first thing is say understand the person, validate them, don't fight back. Um, the other thing is don't necessarily try to find solutions. Sometimes people just want to vent.
0: Yeah, and that's where you definitely – huge improvement because I would complain to you about, you know, whatever, you know, whichever issue was going on. And I'd just be like ranting like, oh, my God, this this person, you know, whoever I was dating that day and just like, and you'd be like, well, why don't you do this? and am like, you don't think I thought of that? I'm not yeah. smarter than everybody. Yeah.
1: And as, as, as uh, Ronnie, knowing that I'm a geek sign, I'm always trying to be a problem solver. It's kind of like in my nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, but no, I should have learned a lesson. And I finally did learn a lesson. And
0: soon enough, then finally, I just, you know, after I got my venting done and you didn't offer like all these suggestions when I was ready to listen, because, you know, you have to think about like a lot of times when somebody's pissed and they're just bitching, they don't want to hear what somebody else has to say. They want to be heard. And so you finally like after the the big fight, then you you figured out like, okay, let her say whatever she needs to say, because then sooner or later I'd look at you and just be like, what do you think I should do? Yeah. And that's when like. Yeah, offer nice
1: solutions. Only slowly. (laughs) Don't give the whole list. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad you asked that because while you're bitching at me, I just wrote down all these notes here. (laughs)
0: Let me get through these notes here. (laughs) That's why he's always got a big thick notebook with him. Oh, what's Ronnie bitching about today?
1: (laughs) So, and uh, and actually, and here's uh, another one. Well, these all just came to
0: effect, didn't
1: they, this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> not just with me.
0: Just so we know, I was I, yeah. was I had a radical acceptance week, and I was like, "Oh, this is it."
1: Yeah, he did. I know. And uh, so,
0: this is all you, man.
1: Yeah. So, 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 so the last one was, uh uh that came up with this: don't treat people differently. You know, don't treat them like children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, Jimmy's crazy. You know, or, or Ronnie's. Ronnie's crazy because I'm not crazy. <laughs> but or <our>, or. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, that person's suffering from PTSD. Maybe I shouldn't say this to them or say this to that. No, and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and Actually, we we just talked to. Talk to uh,
0: not talking about PTSD does not make somebody's PTSD go away. No, it's always there anyway. And yeah. to to hide from it doesn't doesn't change anything. The yeah. other Kool Aid mustache.
1: No, he's a little kid. But uh, <laughs> this is it, dude. <laughs> so we have a. Uh, Yes, and actually, I, 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 somehow or another military people always almost seek me out at the bar. Probably because they know I'm. Gonna you buy, know, that's probably because they know I'm always going to buy their drink. But
0: <laughs> this is true. It's uh, yeah. There's been several times we're out at the bar and was, you end up talking to somebody who's, you know, either active or ex-military. Yeah.
1: Crazy. I think probably because sometimes I can see what they're doing. I remember being in Chicago one time, and there's that bar and this kid. He's like, he looked like he's only 19, but I guess he had to be 21 or something. No, but, you can join at 18. But he was like, he's going up to the, the, uh, uh, well, he's in the bar, you know, drink. And, and, okay. And he, he, you can tell he's like very agitated and he's like, uh, you know, like, mm-hmm. it looks like he's about to, to, to kill someone. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, as I think he, Looked at me or something like that. Somehow I caught my eye or whatever, but we started talking. And I said, What's up, man? And uh, he, he goes, I can't get a drink, man. I've been trying to get a drink from me and my friends. I'm just back here on leave. I said, Oh, are you in a war? He goes, Yeah, so we're in Iraq and stuff like that. And then he just dumped his whole life story on me, and, which is cool because I really like hearing that stuff. Apparently he's at a base. He goes, Yeah, I was in this Air Force base where we got bombed 350 times so 306 of 365 days a year. So he says, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on edge. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, um, yeah. So like I said, when I talk to a lot of these military people, it seems like a lot of them actually really like to talk. If you actually go back to these skills right here, just let them talk and don't, don't say, why? Hey, why don't you do this with the waitress? Why don't you do this with the waitress to get your drink? Right. And I can say, Hey, I get the drink for you.
0: <laughs> or then even with like the PTSD with him being like, you know, on edge and stuff like that, if you just said something stupid, like, you know, well, you're still alive though. So. You're good. It's like, dude, seriously, oh. not a good thing to say. No, like I can't. I oh,
1: and that I, kind I goes. Hated back. it that when I was that, in
0: my the depth, and people come up with something stupid, and you're just like, really? Did you honestly just say that to me?
1: No, no like, that's that's kind of like probably the validation type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and actually, with, I, I don't know what the military. When I was a kid, I was in the Civil airport organization, and I idolized these people who there in Vietnam. And actually, in the college, I interviewed uh, this guy that's a. You gave me a great interview right around the time that movie Platoon came out. And, uh, Never l- saw it. It's a, it was a um, Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great movie. I mean, for us Vietnam type junkies. But I interviewed the guy at the time and and he pretty much narrated the whole movie to me. He's like, Have you seen the movie? Because no, my wife doesn't let me see those things anymore. And yeah. I was like, Well, you pretty much described the whole movie right down to a, 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 really? a thing. But so, I mean, that was when I was in high school or high school and college, I was hanging out with these people. So, I mean, I know enough not to ask too many sensitive questions. Um, but they they tell you, and, yeah. And it's nice. You're, we had a friend this weekend do it to us. He's telling us about some stuff that he happened to him. I was like, Did you?" I didn't say it, but I was like, "Did you just say that?" Mm-hmm. So I was like, "That that's interesting."
0: My dad was in uh, Vietnam, and he never talked about it. But he'd have nightmares after watching those movies. And then, um, I don't know, last last year, sometime he started talking, and he really told me like a whole bunch of stories about what went on over there and i mean it took them what how many years i've known him 27 years Hmm. so it's kind of crazy like people need to be able to talk about stuff when on their terms on their time
1: this year for some whatever reason i had like two people tell me things that i thought like no one ever talked about period and and it, it came out in the conversation and i was like i was like did he just say that <laughs> it's like they don't say that usually and i don't ever bring that kind of stuff up at all did i, ever, <laughs> but, did I
0: ever tell you i like talking about things that people don't talk about totally off subjects but <laughs> let me just go ahead like this is the funniest thing ever another
1: joke. <laughs> No joke
0: kind of yes but no this is like true life um not at, at this house um but at a different house that i was living at like it turns out that the neighbor didn't like me. So I was asking my roommate, like, well, what the hell? You know, like, I've only talked to that person one time, you know, and we sat, sat out on her porch and did a couple shots of Jameson or whatever. And like, how in the world could she determine she doesn't like me? You know, after
1: a couple of shots, I can tell.
0: Yeah, for real, right? <laughs> but it turns out she thought I was really weird right? And I'm like, she thinks I'm weird. The one and only time I ever had a conversation with her, she told me she was unemployed, but she was thinking about becoming a dominatrix because her current married boyfriend liked the way she did him in the ass. And I'm like, but I'm weird? Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I said something like, yeah, you know.
1: Or well, did you validate her? Say, yeah, I am weird.
0: Well, actually what I said was, um, no, because she didn't tell me I was weird. She told my roommate I was weird. Oh, oh. And I'm like, you know, like when she told me about becoming a dominatrix, I was like, "That sounds like a kick-ass career choice." Then, <laughs> you know, like you do it if, if you know, if you think you can make some money at it and you'd be happy, you'd do what you got to do. <laughs> but I never looked at her like, "Oh my god, how dare you?" You know, like no. But I'm the weird one. I still think it's the funniest thing ever. It's like, yeah, I'm weird. Mm, hmm. What's going on in your basement?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some because I'm really good at, it, but sometimes I'm really. Well, I was really bad. I think I'm pretty, pretty good, about, like right now, I'm, I'm a lot better at it right now. I, lo- I love listening to people. I always, that's probably why Ronnie and I are such good friends because I love talking. She loves talking. To me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's times I don't, and you notice. I know you know when I'm like not it's feeling awkward. like talking. I don't like, I
1: don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I just oh yeah. Dogs, dogs. Do we talk about dogs? Right. Like, whoop, we start talking,
0: and then you know you also know when I'm not feeling like talking because you're like you know I'm thinking about coming over so we can walk your dogs. Yeah. I, I always know when you know when I'm down because that's you your up, go-to question. You Picked up on that one. Yep. Oh, <laughs> like a year ago. You think I, I know more than I say?
1: It's very rare that you let me come over and walk the dogs with you when you are like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, because then I'm just like
1: so. So those are my conflict resolution things. They work. They work. They work. They work. You know, use them on everyone. I mean, just mm-hmm. treat everyone like that. Whether you're you're up south, your kid. Or your 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 spouse is yelling at you. Your girlfriend is yelling at you. Your husband is yelling at you. Your boyfriend is yelling at you. Your your friend is yelling at you. You know, if you got some just random drunk at the bar yelling at you, a cop is yelling at you. <laughs> but it, Those you know, cops. It, it, but you know, the the big thing is you know understand where you know who the person is. You know, you know, if I'm dealing with like for example a cop, you know, I know they have an you know agenda of things that they need to accomplish in their perspective. <sighs> Yeah, but tr- try to understand who they are, if you know what their personality is, like that helps out too. But then, you know, whatever they're saying, you know, validate it, you know. Say, yes, I understand I did kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> but. but no one liked him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did kill someone this weekend, by the way. <laughs> but, I you know, did. But, 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 but validate what the, the other person is saying and, and then – um. You know, if they lash out, at you don't fight back. Just let them. Sometimes people just need to vent. You know, it, it blow over a little bit. Wait for them to calm down. Then you can have a reasonable discussion with them. And, and don't go when they do calm down. Don't go hardcore into like the, the solution mode. You know, but yeah, something
0: I've learned to say also is, um, did you want me to give you some some advice, or did you just want to want to vent? Yeah, like, and yeah. no harm in in asking because you know sometimes you're actually sitting there and you're thinking like. Well, you know, here's an idea. I don't know if they thought about it because a lot of people get stuck in their problems and they, they just kind of ruminate and they don't want – or they don't know how to get out of that mindset. So yeah. – and, you know, if you throw out some some simple suggestion, then they're – truly they can – I know I did it. I can turn around and just be like, are you fucking crazy? How dare you ask me that? That's a yeah. stupid suggestion. It's like, you know, because obviously when you're wallowing in the pits of hell, you've probably tried the most simple – yeah you know, fixes, but sometimes like a, an outside person looking in can say, you know, I see where you're coming from. However, a different perspective might be thinking this way.
1: Yeah. And, and all this stuff sounds like you're doing like a delicate dance. And it's not, it's, this is not hard stuff to do. Well, I don't think it's hard stuff. Ron, Ron, it's tough for Ronnie to do. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not. <laughs> but you know, it, all this stuff is is, 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 is is not very hard to do. And it, it actually, it makes a huge, huge,
0: huge I think it's a difference. Ma- a, a, a difference between saying saying something in a way of of like presenting yourself as if though, you know, you're right, and everybody else is a complete idiot, and saying something like, "Well, you know, just a suggestion," and kind of putting yourself as as being like a, you know, a, a just a friendly thought. You know, hey, what about maybe doing this instead of being like you're gonna do this? Like, yes. think of how like you deal with with your kid. Like, if your kid's doing bad in school, and you're like. Sit your ass down and study. Not going to work so much. And I remember you doing that to poor sweet Evan. I love you, Evan. But, um, <laughs> you never know, saw okay. that. No, I didn't. No, I did actually when you guys came to my mom's house for Thanksgiving one year. And he was not doing good in school, so there was no TV. And I was kind of bummed because I think Santa Claus was on and we didn't get to watch it. But anyway. <laughs> no, no. Well, what was it? Whatever. But um, um, it's just a matter of, of just saying things in a little nicer way where you're not – making somebody else feel like maybe they're stupid for not having come up with the idea themselves and, you know, like, oh, just a suggestion.
1: Yeah. So this, this, this DPT stuff that we're kind of referring to is, uh, that's just like, I just talked about like one very small, small, small aspect of the class. And actually that's not even a list. That's, that's a list. I kind of made it myself just by listening to a whole bunch of, uh, uh, Other podcasts. <laughs> stop stops. <something> I really mean <laughs> But but you know After after going through, like I, said, I went through when Ronnie and I broke up, I went through. I knew she'd be back, and I went through a lot of books and I looked at a lot of videos, listened to you know just everything in the world to 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 dig up this disinformation information. And I did a lot of studying, and, and uh, they all came back to the same kind of things. You know, it's like controlling your emotions and, and, and understanding the other person and being decent. So that was my little quickie list. The class is a lot of the course. I haven't taken that. I just read the books. Uh, did I, you
0: actually read them?
1: Yes. Yeah, I did. Actually, uh, the, the the pamphlets that you gave me, I read both of them now, actually. Okay. So, um, but yeah, some I listened to on tape, too. Some mm-hmm. audio tape. And I did a couple podcasts, too. I did two podcasts recently. So, no, I, I, I'm a geek. Well, and it I, is I'm, something- a I'm a geek. That's what I do. I I I, I I dig. If, if I care about something, I dig into it. I dig into it deep, and, and I want to... Uh, I want to understand. So, uh, you know, that's what I do.
0: Right. And to be honest, like DBT is not something that you can learn once and just be like, you know, okay, well, I I learned it. It's something you have to actually practice and listening to things. And, you know, like I've got my books in front of me right now because like just revisiting stuff is kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a really good idea.
1: Yeah, Ronnie and I were cramming at the bar before we came here. It was like, oh, it's like cramming for the exam. It was a restaurant. <laughs> don't say bar. Oh, yeah, the restaurant. for mm-hmm. this <laughs> really high bench.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mirrors in front of us. But what
1: we're cramming for, it. actually, that's like, actually part of the reason I don't have sleep today because I was reading this. Actually, I read this morning. Yeah, it seems like I pop up at wake at 5 o'clock in the morning or something like that. I was like, oh, I'm awake. I do something. So so I, I started reading some of the stuff, too. Uh, the part I, folks, so – the DBT, they, they they kind of break it down to uh, –
0: Break it down for me, fellas. Yeah,
1: they, they break it down to four different modules. And a, a lot of the stuff really talks about – the main focus of the, of the class is uh, managing overwhelming emotions and, and, and how to handle distress without losing control. So a lot of it is based on just controlling yourself. And they have all these techniques, and it's really overwhelming when you hear all these techniques. Kind of like Donald
0: Duck when uh... – can't remember which cartoon it was, but it's like you've got to control your temper. Oh. And he's so he, like they kept doing all kinds of stuff to him. And can you he, do in the
1: voice so I can recognize the cartoon. I can't. <laughs> I don't know how to do it.
0: I, you know, I don't even know. I don't want to try. But they kept doing like all kinds of stuff to him, and he just kind of like <laughs> right. And then at the end, finally, he just completely loses the shit. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like all over the place. You know how he does. So.
1: Yeah. So a lot of it's controlling the, 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 your emotions. And I think a part of the reason why I was turned off by this when Ryan first showed it to me is, I don't know. It's like hippie type stuff. It's like meditation and all the kind of spiritual type stuff. Got
0: to sit naked on the grass and.
1: Yeah. Now,
0: yeah. <laughs> Put your, you know, cross legged and hands and, um.
1: No, but, but towards the end of the book, obviously, it's a point <laughs> where you get to the meat and potato where you get to, okay, do this, 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 and this. Actually, most of it, did do some stuff.
0: I don't think when they mean meditation like that, I think it means more like a stop your brain, stop ruminating, stop thinking, stop trying, stop, just stop because you are not, you know, you can think things like, if if you think 24 hours a day your brain isn't going to get a break to actually try to incorporate something new and different so it's just a matter of like just stop relax take a breath
1: actually on a uh, most recent podcast i listened to about dbt um they they put the the lady the the marsha 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 mm-hmm. lenham uh who is the creator of dbt uh uh by the way uh, dbt is like the standard treatment for some some pretty serious uh, uh crazy disorders and stuff like that it, it, it turns out it's such a fantastic thing this is great back in like the 80s i think yeah 70s or 80s and uh but yeah the they the played a sound clip of this lady and she was saying that she found out that a lot of the people that she has to deal with and she has her own little crazy issues too that's mm-hmm. why she, she developed a cl- this course for herself pretty much uh but she, by the
0: way by saying crazy he doesn't mean it derogatorily
1: yeah everyone's crazy, so it's, 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 some of
0: us uh, just embrace it, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah when I say crazy or all these kind of words I'm,
0: having issues that are different from normal society that people cannot deal with easily,
1: yeah, so I'm saying stop saying that whole sentence every time I'm just gonna say crazy, You yeah, get the you point go. you know it's, it's like listen to my previous episodes, you know <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean by crazy it, it, even with, even with people that are crazy actually you know need to be medicated, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who cares? It's just a different kind of crazy. I mean, we're, we're all crazy in our own way. I'm crazy, I have ADD, and I like to talk to cops when I'm drunk, apparently.
0: Never <laughs> <laughs> tell you about when I went to Mardi Gras. Anyway, just, any, next story. <laughs> so, so, so,
1: anyways, so, uh, but uh, Marsha Lennihan, what she found out, though, is a lot of people that have some of these disorders or whatever, uh, they're probably even like me, for example. Um, I'm ADD. Meditation, not working, mm-hmm. no, not happening with me. No, unless you really, you know, give me some, you know, I take my pills beforehand. Yeah. Know, it's like, I, I just, I just feel, okay, okay, I'm itching to get out of weight there. So she's trying to design this course. So it's not quite so meditation heavy. So it's more just kind of like techniques. That's what she's setting.
0: I know when, when I was in class once, we had to like, everybody had to lay down on a mat on the floor and then they like gave us a guided meditation. I'm always tired. You know, I had, what, I went six months without sleeping. And so I was completely passed out within like five minutes. I was like, oh, this is nice. I'm nice and safe. I got like a whole room of people around me. Yeah. I was out. Next thing you know, my friend Michael was waking me up like, hey, you're snoring. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was deep in that meditation, dude. Sorry. <laughs>
1: so, so going back to this uh, DBT, so they these they, they break it down to four modules. One is a uh, uh, distress tolerance, which is basically kind of coping skills, trying to cope with a, 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 an event. Uh, the other one is uh, mindfulness, which is, uh, by the way, these are my translations, so feel free to interrupt me, Ronnie. But, As I would. Uh, mind, mindfulness is basically kind of like being in the present, just kind of like observing the situation without necessarily reacting to the situation. Mm-hmm. Know how you are feeling, uh, what yeah, situation you're experiencing. Be mindful your of your,
0: your breath, be mindful of your thoughts, be mindful of um, the other person. All five senses, just be there
1: yeah I mean, it' just basically step back and uh, observe basic basically, basically get in contact with your emotions or was it your wise mind yes uh and also not just with yourself but try to you know, be mindful of the other person too, trying to mm-hmm. see their situation for not how it's affecting you emotionally but how you know just how it is kind of logically it's going mm-hmm. to like dr Spock mode, you yeah, know, Dr. Spock, you know that's not logical so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know if you were talking about that dr Spock or
1: dr Spock the other child, the child, children, yeah. A child a therapist. Yeah. Um, so, so there's the four modules. You got distress tolerance. You got mindfulness. The other one is emotional regulation. That's probably the core of the course because the thing is talking about managing overwhelming emotions. You know, if, if you, get, if you control your emotions, then you can really fight a little bit nicer. So, and, and, and then the final one, the one I like the most, which I have a full page of notes on <laughs> is, is the uh, interpersonal effectiveness.
0: And I don't think you did the radical acceptance.
1: That's part of That's uh, part of the dist, uh, distress tolerance.
0: Did you try to cover all that? I
1: didn't cover it all. No, oh, I
0: was well.
1: just I was seeing the modules.
0: That's my favorite one, though. We can talk
1: about that. So, but, but, so, so they break it down to these four modules: distress tolerance, mindfulness, emotional regulation, and interpersonal effectiveness. And then they have a whole crap load of information about that stuff. Crap load. One of them being radical acceptance, which is part of the distress tolerance.
0: Yes. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> Radical <that>. acceptance. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: So, 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 so these are these are some of the things that they they talk about. Okay, so if you guys want the background about what happened this weekend, um, I, I did have a little uh, uh, time with, uh, with some some very nice officers this weekend. <laughs> 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 so, so. So we we had an issue pop up where, where, uh,
0: not me. Don't say we. Man with frog in pocket.
1: Ronnie was not here at all. She knows. She knows enough to stay away from these situations. Yep. <laughs> so, even though when we're in the situation to get, we get no, in trouble no, too. No, 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 no. Don't.
0: We're not talking about that. My mom might be listening. <laughs> she don't need to know.
1: <laughs> Ronnie's never had any encounter with the cop. <laughs> not me. No one ever told her to get off a statue. Hey. <laughs>
0: For the record, that guy was just being a dick.
1: Yeah. So so what happened this, this weekend was I, I, I took my – I have this party RV that we took down to this horse track by us to watch the derby on TV down there. So, I mean
0: – Which is crazy, but
1: – Yeah, it is kind of crazy. One of my friends – Seems like
0: you should have gone to the casino. I bet you that would have been more fun.
1: Well, you can gamble there on well, the horses.
0: You can gamble at the casino as well. They have like an actual room just for – I don't know, like just, live betting. Uh, I
1: guess so you'd be in a racetrack atmosphere. I wanted to go there anyway, so because I'd never been to a racetrack before.
0: Do they still do racing there though? I didn't think they did We didn't racing think anymore. they
1: did. And this is part of the problem. So uh we didn't think we did, and this this, this one friend that this girl female friend, uh uh she, Are she we were, doing were, names were, here or no? No, not okay same. uh so we uh uh she was like, Well this kind of sucks. We're just going to watch it on TV. It's like there's not even races down there. It's like, yeah, that does kind of suck. So anyways, we pulled the RV to the, the, the valley area of the casino and we, we start getting out and unloading. Not the casino
0: of the racetrack. Of the
1: racetrack. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, some, some cop there uh, – I uh, should say his name. First name anyways. Bill. Let's go Bob. We went with Bob last time. Okay. This is Bob Mike my golf too. So we we'll talk about Bob. Well, <laughs> so sure Bob. Bob. So let's say Bob. So let's say Bob. So it's Bob the cop. <laughs> <laughs> Bob the cop. So, Bob the cop comes up and says, Hey, you, get, you can't park that RV here. And uh, me and my, my, my friend, uh, we call her Sarah. I'm going to say Sarah. Okay. My daughter always loved that name. So, Sarah. So, Sarah and me start talking to the cop, super nice guy. And the guy's like, You guys are pretty cool. He must and, be new. And so, so he gave us his business card. He said, Hey, if you guys ever have any troubles down here, <laughs> you guys have any troubles down here, give me a call. <laughs>
0: Little did he know. <laughs>
1: So, Jim's uh, <laughs> got
0: his name on like speed dial now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so, we go to the uh, inside the casino go, and we lose our friends immediately. And I assume they all went to bet, make bets and stuff. And I had no interest in betting because my wife did not want me spending money. So, we just went and got a drink. And then we heard that there are actually races going on at the track. So, we were like, let's go see the races. So, the two of us zipped downstairs and we saw the races. And
0: Stupid question. What kind of This, this is races. on Sunday?
1: Saturday.
0: Okay, yeah, because I'm looking it up and it says there's every Friday and Saturday night through Saturday, June 8th, there is live harness racing. Yeah, I thought they closed down the the except Saturday, May 4th, because uh, you had to bet by one o'clock. But
1: anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so we uh, yeah, so we had the uh, so we went down and we saw the 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 horses racing and stuff like that, and we're all we're all having good time stuff. I think we met some people there at this picnic table we are sitting at. And then we decided to try to look for our friends and we went to look for our friends. By this time, we were a little bit liquored up some. <laughs> and then we had a drink, couldn't find our friends. And at that time, we were more liquored up. And uh, anyways, we ended up going back down to the uh, uh, picnic table. My friend was a lot tired. And uh, uh, you know, we were sitting next to each other kind of like, you know, dozing in a sense. But next we know, uh, the cops are telling me I have to go. Say, <laughs> said, dude, you got to take an Uber out of here. And I was like, no, I, I can't because my friend Sarah is right here. And uh, they're like, no, she's not going with you. I was like, she's my friend.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And so. It,
0: it seems odd that they wanted you to leave her. Like the whole situation, just like nobody was listening.
1: Yeah. So what happened was a situation was then these people that we were sitting with, all of a sudden I felt like they were like, uh, uh, treat me like my, friends, my friend Sarah was like this, 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 this stranger to me. Mm-hmm. And I was taking advantage of some drunk or something like that. I was like, no, I guess she's a friend. It's like I can prove she's my friend. I got pictures of her on my phone. Look at she came with me. She's a friend. And then I pulled out that handy business card. But by the time my cop showed up, because if they see two guys in a confrontation, so this guy was getting a little bit, you know, confrontational with me. He actually slapped my card on my hand because I told him,
0: "Are you kidding me?"
1: Yeah, he slapped the card on my hand. Oh, the, the cop card.
0: see, this is why I'm I glad be- I wasn't there because you know I don't like that.
1: Yeah. So this this guy, he sla- I was trying to show him the card. He's like, just call this cop here. He can tell you that this, you know this is my friend.
0: And this was just some random dude there. Yeah. So, what, but, what no, 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 no. is he like a
1: hero? I don't know what he was, but 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 Sounds but, but, like but he's very confrontational. But anyways, that's what got the cop's attention. So then we had this female cop. Uh, uh, she came up there, and uh, uh, I was like totally bewildered because I was a little up, of course. So I didn't know all the details of what happened, what started this confrontation. Mm-hmm. All I knew is is my friend was on one side of this parade of people, and I was on another side of the parade of people. She said, you guys, he's my friend. I'm saying, no, she's my friend. And we're going back there. And no one's listening. They have this little preconceived emotion. So it's going back to these skills that we we talked about in the beginning. It's like, you know, no one on my side was saying, you know, no one on that side was practicing these skills where I wait a second, someone, listen to this guy. Mm -hmm. Understand what he's saying. And I was trying to understand what they're saying. I I kind of understood what they're saying because to me, well, in my drunken way anyways, what I thought was, was they were, I was going on by assumption that Mm -hmm. they assumed that I thought that she was a stranger. Right, you know, someone taking advantage of some drunk stranger, and uh, that's what I assumed. You know, not, not that I was in the right state of mind to do this kind of stuff, but uh, then into the cops, and cops are, mm-hmm. you know, cops are like you know the kind of profession. You have great ones, you have you have bad ones, and you have you know most of them are just you know doing their jobs and stuff like that. Uh, and these cops are all every cop I met that day was nice. But you know, for my situation, they they, they, were, they actually they they were all really nice, and I actually said that even afterwards when I vented, it's like they, they're they're nice. But in my situation, they weren't accomplishing my needs. So in this particular situation, I was the crazy person. You know, I had the issue. You know, I, I was the one that you know because of alcohol and because of the the.
0: Uh, but were you belligerently like? No,
1: you know? I, I, I pretty much never get belligerent. Yeah, I know. It's very rare I get belligerent. You're, but, not, uh,
0: you're not me, so I just – like the whole situation, I'm just like, what, what?
1: No, I didn't get belligerent. But the thing was like I was the one being treated like the crazy person. Mm-hmm. And you know, here I'm like, it's like, so this is what it feels like to be crazy.
0: <laughs> Ronnie, <laughs> <Now> I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it gives you a lot of empathy for people that you know might have some of these issues. Yeah. You're, you're like,
0: just listen to me, for God's sakes! Can nobody hear me? Am I here right now? Yeah, yeah. And it's, that's ex- it's it's that's exactly it's what I was doing. Feeling.
1: I was trying to tell the cop to listen to me, and the, you know, it's, you know, just my guess. You know, trying to to put be in her position. My guess is she doesn't know me. She doesn't know the whole situation. She came after the fact. You know, so she's probably assuming that maybe, maybe these other guys are right that, you know, I am the bad guy in this situation. And, and uh, I'm just trying to say, listen to me. And actually, I finally got the uh, cop, Bob, to uh, uh, they called him and he came up there. He goes, yeah, I came in there too. But but by this time, he didn't see the situation either. Mm-hmm. And in his mind, he was like, you guys got to go. I mean, what? No, he's like, you got to go. You know, I got to go because mm-hmm. I was one of the conflict. My My friend Sarah was not. So uh, he's like, I got to go. But I was like, but Bob, buddy, <laughs> but no one's listening to me. But Bob's like, you know, we have to get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, why didn't you, did you get, just you
0: grab Sarah and make everybody go? Or is it because all the other people in the that, RV too?
1: That, no, that's part of my problem is they wouldn't they let They wouldn't me.
0: let Sarah go either. Eh? They wouldn't
1: let me take Sarah. Oh, they they almost treat me like the, the, this this, p- this group of people and even the cops to a degree, I suppose, were, were, were treating like – the situation in a different way. Mm -hmm. And here I'm like desperately saying, it's like, you know, kind of like trying to clear my name Mm -hmm. or or trying to clear my name and try to take care of Sarah. You know, uh, it's like, uh, I just wanted someone to listen. Because she
0: was completely hammered, right? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think so. I don't know. Uh, I assume. I don't know. know. But, uh, uh, but, but what I mean, she's right to the situation. Nice, I remember her say, "Yeah, she's my friend." But they weren't listening to her for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So it's just a drunk fest. So that's, that's the kind of stuff that, that happens at those. Who things.
0: is driving the RV? We
1: had a, we hired a driver. Okay. Yeah. So we we hired a driver. We I mean, were responsible that way. Uh, but uh, so the thing is, like here in keep in mind when I get liquored up, you know this is part of the, the you know, the first step, understand the other person, understand who they are. You know, uh, I am someone that's very sensitive to. I pay a lot of attention to other people, so if I'm talking to you and I see you look away from me, you know, I see that, and to me that's a huge insult. You're, you're kind of walking away. It's like, if I'm talking, it's like have the decency to listen for a little bit, acknowledge me, say Crap. something. Don't just turn and look at someone else. <sighs> and so, so
0: many requirements.
1: Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but so so you you pick up on these these kinds of things. And when you see, like, like, in this case, you know, I have a higher standards for cops because I hope they have training in this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So they can say, ah, I'm dealing with a little drunk Jimmy type person. That's, that's, you know, all he needs to do is have someone listen to him, but then he shut up and walk away.
0: Well, it just seems, I mean, you know, my situation when I was, when I'm the one who called the cops and he just, he wouldn't, you know, there's a crack addict on my porch and he wouldn't go get the crack addict off my porch.
1: Brian, he handles it a little bit differently than I do.
0: <laughs> well, seriously, I was like, you know what, sorry I bothered you. Yeah, And I walked away, and then he's yelling at me, so I was like, just go do your fucking job next thing you know. Yeah. Like, for real? Like, seriously, dude, I called you. Get the guy off my porch. That's all. That's all I asked for.
1: Right, and I was, I, I was at the time, with Ronnie had an issue too, where it's like, kind of, so you actually called the cops and- I
0: called them. And Ronnie Jim went to jail. And I, <laughs> and I go to jail. I, could, I still, like, still to this day, just to clear my own name, I did end up going to court. You know, it was like a mandatory go in front of the judge thing, told him the whole story, and the judge- you know, apologized profusely to me and said that the cop was completely wrong. Uh, My porch was all messed up because, you know, the crack addict was my old neighbor. And he comes out to my car. He's like, Sarah, where have you been all night? I'm like, I don't know if I ever told you this. The reason why he called me that is because, like, I had ordered a magazine or something. And I always put, like, the wrong name. And obviously they were stealing my damn mail. I think it was Playboy. I think I ordered Playboy. Under the name Sarah Johnson. And, you know, okay. just, I know, whatever. It used to be a really good magazine to read. Right. Right. Like, unfortunately, it had a couple of naked people in it, but whatever. <laughs> but um, um, so I think they were stealing my magazine. And so he thought my name was Sarah for the 10 years that I lived there 10 whole years. Oh. And then he's on my porch, you know, he goes, who's this guy? He's, like, crawling through the car to get to Jim. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And then we drove away and called the cops. And I'm like, I just need this guy, you know, just tell him go home because he wouldn't listen to me. And, yeah, what a dick. Yeah, so I, a dick.
1: I appreciate the the challenge that the cops have in these kind of situations because, I mean, I think they must deal with it all the time. But I guess it's kind of like why I almost expect them to have um, yeah, better I, skills. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I, I don't have an like, These cops, out. like, I was never, these cops were all very nice, by the way. And I think when I posted about this on Facebook, some people thought I was upset with the cops. Like, no, like, the the cops were nice. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't so much the cops as, like, the situation. And it's like, they didn't. Well,
0: I think the funniest thing, though, was that you were like, okay, you know what? Just arrest me. If it's going to take getting arrested for somebody to listen to me, then just arrest me.
1: <laughs> yeah, so what ended up happening is that we ended up going to Who the does thing. That? And I I really wanted someone to listen to me. By this time, I had like a – they were escorted me to the front. And by this time, you know, we had the, the girl cop and cop Bob and then let's say cop Frank. and <laughs> Cop Frank. I think Jack was there too. But <laughs> I think there was like three or four cops that, you know, were up there by the curb and stuff like that. I was like, was someone listen to me? And I just had this impression in my little crazy mind, you know but moment. not
0: really because nobody was acknowledging what you were saying
1: well, maybe they were i mean my, my wife says i ramble on it's like i ne- never hear her when i'm drunk or whatever but this is true uh, too but whatever it is someone couldn't quite get through to me And i think that's the thing i understand about like crazy people or drunk people or whatever it is you know it's like you know you gotta try a little bit harder mm-hmm. you know it's not quite as easy and uh i i was here um I wasn't being mean, and the cops actually the cops talked to the cop today, the cop says, yeah, everyone said that you're really nice, <laughs> they didn't quite understand what the whole big issue was, and, uh, but I really wanted someone to leave me, and they wanted me to take an Uber home, and I said, I have an RV here, and they mm-hmm. said, well, get in your RV and take your friends, like, no, not before the derby's done, so I was like, I just want to go in my RV and sit there, and I want to, you know, get Sarah to, you know, get her safe, too, and, uh, but they weren't having part of that, so we weren't it was just a mess and finally I just felt like no one was listening to me so I actually asked them to arrest me <laughs> it actually it, it, it actually Cap Bob, Bob talked to him today he goes he goes, he goes no you, you're really pleasant you did everything we told you to do he goes you got a little bit loud on the curb when you're telling me to arrest you <laughs>
0: I still can't believe you did that. That's just the funniest thing ever.
1: I just want to be heard. You know, it's like everyone wants to feel special. I just want to, I don't know. That, that's yeah,
0: they're they're still talking about you. that guy was really special, man.
1: Yeah, the one guy. So they took me to the police station, and this poor cap, I was the only one of the police. I think there's this other, I think it's mother daughter type thing. They're going through there. It's just too. I was like, yeah, you guys should listen to those guys too because they, they seem pretty distressed. Mm-hmm. You guys need some counselors around here to talk yeah. to these people to, to, to de escalate these things. That's what I was thinking. And uh, this poor. Caught Bob because you know that's pretty much the main one talking to him. He had me for like a half hour, just talking his head off.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And they got by the way. They got some really cool fingerprinting technology out there now. Really? It's all electronic. Yeah. You
0: know, oh, it, I think that um, when I, I worked at a bank for a while, and they had that.
1: You mean yeah. you, when you robbed the bank? <laughs> Shh.
0: Can't prove it to me. I had somebody else's skin on my fingers. What? I don't know.
1: Yeah, but I was, I was talking about, getting the story and stuff like that. And I was like, I just want someone to listen. Poor Bob had listened to me. <laughs> but apparently, he told he told. I was just,
0: and now Bob has PTSD. I mean, why we're
1: Cop Frank, who had nothing to do with this whole thing, he's just a sucker. They had to put the handcuffs on me. Mm. <laughs> he's like, I'll do it, <laughs> but, but he had to listen to me the whole time. And I guess he told Bob, he goes, Yeah, that is like the nicest drunk I've ever had to deal with.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: So yes, yeah, so, so, so so here, like I said, so yeah, so I had a little altercation with the, the law, and uh, uh, and my thing was, you know, going back to these skills here. It's like I wish a lot of police forces would pound a lot more of the stuff into their yeah. Thing. And I, I would they think, need, to, I would, they I would, need I, to learn
0: to de-escalate a situation because a lot of times, like their answer to everything is like, you know, just whatever. Here's a commotion, just throw handcuffs on everybody and, and take them all away. It's like that's not the answer. You know, although that does raise a lot of money, but that's it's not the answer to you mm-hmm. know this is getting kind of helping anybody.
1: It's probably during like the quick process. In my case, what they're saying is get in the Uber and go. And yeah, I was like, why would I get in the Uber when I have a driver here? Right. So uh,
0: I mean, I understand where they're coming from because if yeah. you if you didn't have an R V and you didn't have like a whole bunch of friends there waiting for you, but in reality if you know
1: but the thing is, like, like, so you, you could have. In my case, you know, for me, I was kind of crazy, right? And which is, I mean, I was crazy, but uh, I'm a passive person. I mean, the cops tell you you're nice. That's that's pretty good. Imagine if I was a dick. You know, then they probably uh, would have uh, like hog
0: tied uh, you and thrown you in the back. Of the yeah, car. probably because I would have yeah. killed
1: someone. I probably put but the shield on the guy that was like, because uh, the guy was standing right next to me. For
0: him best. to like smack something out of your hand, I can't believe you didn't. Oh, this guy... Like, I'd have, I'd
1: have. This other jerk oof. was just standing like six inches away from me the whole time, just puffing up and just, just almost like, trying to entice me to hit him. But, do you know, I'm a pacifist. So I don't hint to people makes the first move of me. This made. is another
0: reason why we're such good friends because, you know, I stepped right <laughs> in between the two of you and been like, bitch, I'll, I'll hit you.
1: Yeah, Ronnie would have.
0: Uh, ah, yeah, so, I don't like that at so all. My,
1: my thing is, the skills, like I said, they, they, it's not just for dealing with your, your partners and stuff like that. These are skills that you can use anywhere. You can use that work too. But, but to me, it's like, you know, I, 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 you know, part of the reason why I call myself, I didn't tell you this. The part of the reason why I call myself the good reverend is uh, my wrestling coach in high school. Uh, oh, yeah, you did. He always say, you're a good man, Darbyshire. You're a good man. Yeah. And I think almost brain me watching me to be a good man or try to be a good man anyways, except for, I think, he was a cop, <laughs> but he was a cop. Really? Yeah, he was, he was like a, the, the drug counselor for school. He's a guy that, he was incredibly important to me. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I incredibly admired him. So, you know, I love good cops, and like I said, he was a good thing. Um, I had, like I said, a like, so lot of cops are fine, but they're just not exceptional. I want my cops to be exceptional if I can. Or yeah. Or l- at least, train them to, to get... I just to,
0: think everybody just needs to, like, just chill. Chill.
1: Yeah, just chill.
0: For real. Like, there's so many elevated situations, and I get that it's a crap job and, you know, whatever, but, man, I don't know. I've heard stories, and I just... I
1: had another issue. It about the other issue about 20 years ago where I went to the cop station and <laughs> as, as a cop, he says... <laughs> Yeah, this time so this, this, this yes. I did right in the courthouse. I did right in the courthouse. It, we had an episode and, <laughs> and a, a cop came up to me and he says, you got to go. And I was like, I got to take care of my, I don't have a license. I got to take care of this thing. You got to go. So he just walked me outside the door without even listening to me. And I was like, I want to just talk to someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he goes, go away. Come back when you can handle this. He says, come back when you can handle yourself like a man. And so he, <laughs> went, to, so he went to the courthouse and I was like, I can
0: do this. <laughs> <laughs> so he turns around and walks right back down.
1: And then I got arrested, <laughs> strangely enough. <laughs> like, but then we had this issue did, where. He
0: didn't give you a time frame. So technically you were not disobeying. Yes. Yeah, that's,
1: why, that's, so. my, that's, my, that's my legal loophole. But then we went back to the cell. <laughs> so they put me in a cell and stuff like that. They had the, 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 the person that I was arguing with, and then the cop that's the, 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 the gun hold cap. You know, they're kind of like, I'm trying to explain the story, and they're just being like, you know, jerks. Mm-hmm. Then finally, a good cop. You know, uh, or, or, or or a guy that did his emotional regulations. Mm-hmm. You know, he actually just, just goes, "Wow, that, this sounds kind of shitty." Yeah. He's like, "Well, hey, um, well, you know, we gotta give you a ticket, but why don't you just go do this and do this?" You know, he just right. He 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 did the things that we said. You know, he he listened. He empathized with what I was saying. You know, he just let me vent. You know, and then you know he he gave me a nice solution in a pleasant way. Here, how right. about this? You know it wasn't a thing, yeah, these skills work, you know, so do it yourself, uh, we didn't touch any of these skills at all for all the notes we have, but you know that's a story that kind of goes with that, and like I mm-hmm. said, Ronnie and I that we have a good friendship right now is, is you should have seen us fight before, <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, you know the way we have that one and and, and uh like I said, something can be applied to a lot of things. I wish a lot of people would use this stuff, and we're gonna touch on this stuff a lot more, so
0: it's pretty amazing, I wish everybody would take it,
1: yeah. I think we're out of time because Dave's back. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> – hey, now, now I just feel like the harbinger of doom. <laughs> Great, yeah. Damn it. Ronnie's back. <laughs> I'm, 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 the, I'm the podcast Thanos. I snap my fingers and half the time disappears. That's it. We're having so much fun.
0: Party's over.
1: Okay. Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening to me. i about my little week. About main thing, I hope you guys appreciate – at least we're going with this DBT stuff. And hopefully we can uh, pun into your head a little bit so you can practice it yeah. and implement it into your lives. And again,
0: it's dialectical behavior therapy. Feel free to Google it and yeah. look it up a little
1: bit and uh, change your life. And I have nothing on my webpage right now. On it,
0: even though he's a web
1: page developer, but you know, hey, but I think the size of plumber's house, leaky pipes, element exactly. eleven. That's, yeah, yeah. By, by, but the website is thegoodrivergym There's a page where you can send comments to me if you want. I don't let you post because I know what people will post. So,
0: <laughs> and there's a Facebook page now too.
1: Yes, there's a Facebook page. Oh, I think I'm posting that crap. All right. Well,
0: I'm taking over the Facebook page, so.
1: Have a good week, everyone. (laughs) Thank you. See you, bye, Sally.
0: Bye, Sally Jane. I love you. Bye, Megan Marie.